Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. Hey, how's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Football's back. How long was that? Seven or eight months? It seemed like an eternity. This is Tom Charles filling in for Brad Simcox, who can't be with us tonight, but joining me is Dave Barnett. How are you doing, Dave? I'm all right, mate. I'm busy, so it's. I just. I'm looking forward to the weekend getting here so I can switch my brain off and watch football and not have to think about anything else pretty much for the next two days it is such a great thing football being back like I don't know about you but I don't know what I used to do on Sunday nights in winter before football bearing in mind I was a teenager so I probably just sat there and played football manager or something like that or FIFA but before then if I was an adult now rather I don't know what I would do like I I have Sundays from February to August and Sunday evenings I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs yeah I mean obviously I play Football in the summer, so football is all year round for me on Sundays. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, um, yeah. So it's weird because yeah, it's been what like fourteen, fifteen years now. I've been following the Chiefs mm-hmm. in the NFL. So yeah, it's too too long ago for for me to remember <laughs> what it what it was that I used to do. It's almost just yeah that like anticipation doing fantasy football drafts <laughs> for like yeah. the last week or so. Um, getting my preseason bets in, um, and then, yeah, just sort of getting ready, opening game tonight, and mm-hmm. then stumbling into work, tired tomorrow morning. Uh, well, keep your bets there because I'm sure the bets will tie up with our predictions that we're going to make. Yeah. This is this yeah. is the idea of the show. Unfortunately, Brad can't join us tonight. He's got other things going on and that's part of the reason why we haven't had a show last week or this week right dave's super busy brad's super busy i'm sitting here waiting for the other two <laughs> too. but um unfortunately we didn't manage to get two shows out last week or any shows and unfortunately we're only doing one this week so me and dave are going to try and tie everything up tonight um in terms of predictions and a jaguars preview because the chiefs do play an actual football game in three days time which is mad um but, but going on to next week um next week we'll go back to our regular season schedule we promise even if it's just me and Dave or Brad and I or me and Owen rather um, from Monday to Thursday so next week we're back to normal which is bear with us and apologies for the last two weeks but to be fair we've given you a lot of content this off season a lot more than we usually do so beggars can't be choosers um, <laughs> <Right>. sure <laughs> I don't think that saying really made sense in that, t- in no, that sense no <laughs> but never mind um, right Chiefs news very quickly. Um, the roster has been cut down to fifty-three finally, and the a team that made a cut down, which surprised a few people but not many, was Lashawn McCoy. There was cut by the Bills and instantly picked up by the Chiefs. Uh, Three million yeah. one-year deal. Um, it was said that LA Chargers were in for him, but he chose to go home to Andy Reid and go into that yeah. offense and is another part of 
uh, an electric backfield. So how much does this move the needle in terms of the Chiefs offense? Not really, I don't think. Um, he's not the player he was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a nice... It, it might suit me a little bit more, being a bit more of a change of pace guy and not being expected to be the number one guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still think this is very much Damian Williams's job um, to lose almost. I think it probably affects Darwin Thompson a little bit more yep. than it does Damian Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I say, it's a one-year deal. Like The Chiefs have cap space. They still have cap space. If they wanted to make another move, they still could. I don't yep. really see how it's... You know, a bad move to kick the tires on someone like Shady McCoy, who, when he is playing well, is you know electric. Um, all pro, two-time all pro. Yeah, you know, it's three three million. I don't know people saying, oh, well, what about cornerback? And it's like hmm. we still have got over twelve million in cap space. Exactly. If we wanted to make a move this year, obviously, I know this. You know, Chris Jones deal to tie up and uh, Mahomes extension on the horizon, but there's going to be money coming off yeah. the. You know the salary cap this off season as well. Uh, you know a lot of the dead money will clear, and you know potentially um, Sammy Watkins' money. So yeah, there'll be money to kick around, so the Chiefs can still make moves if they want. I don't think it really hamstrings them, and um, yeah, you, you just see what you've got. Because as I say, if it if you know if it works out, it looks like a genius move. Mm-hmm. I, f- I I honestly feel like whatever Mich- uh, Shady McCoy has left, Andy Reid's gonna get out of him. And um, he might not have loads left, but last year he was on a really bad, bad football team with a terrible offensive line. I think, I think they've lost seven of their offensive line players from last year. So that shows how bad the Bills were. And I mean, there was no real threat in the passing game with Josh Mm, Allen. Very true. I think it was, you know, they were a very one-dimensional team Mm -hmm. and very easy to defend against last year. And don't be wrong, you know, Shady's not. He certainly has lost a step, but I say I I also don't think he was set up for success last mm-hmm. year either. When you've got the receivers being spread out wide and you've got all this speed everywhere, and the mm-hmm. the defensive coordinators have enough to worry about as it is, and if you can just yeah. add in Shady McCoy you in certain stack situations, the box against it, the Chiefs because it, they'll punish you in the passing game exactly tremendously. Um, what's the over and over under for Shady McCoy in yards this year? What we're we saying what, four five hundred yards yeah, is part of a yeah, yeah. If that, I'd say you may maybe maybe three four hundred yards on the ground another few hundred in the passing game potentially mm-hmm. and you know four or five touchdowns i'm not expecting crazy numbers unless obviously there's an injury ahead of him mm-hmm. or anything but yeah i think he very much will be a change of pace for damian williams more than anything else well, and obviously sense. darwin thompson will still get his touches mm-hmm. yeah don't worry barry allen lovers he's gonna get his touches i do feel a bit sorry for uh, daryl williams in this situation but he the Chiefs will find a way to get him on the field, I am sure. Um, outside of that, are we surprised by any of the other happenings or not happenings um, on the roster I guess side of things? probably the cornerback situation. Oh, here we go again. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just not... not Groundhog less... Day on the Arrowheads of the Yeah, podcast. but I say it was just more because of making the trade and then obviously cutting Wade and the other guy whose name eludes Herb me. Miller. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Um it was kind of like, okay, you were just sat there expecting the Chiefs to make a move. Yeah. Uh, and I know they've come out and said, obviously, that, you know, uh, 
Honey Badger can play in the slot. You know, Thornhill can play a bit corner if needed. The, you know, Lucas, if they really needed him, he could probably come down and play a bit of slot. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it kind of, like, I don't think they're done, but at the same time, I think they're quite happy to sort of go with where they're at now and sort of see, well, wait and got, see almost. They've got four weeks to get to until Mo Claiborne comes back from his suspension. Yeah. So um, you've, for the four weeks, you're rolling with Ward, Fuller, um, Breland, and then Rashad Fenton. And we've, Jesus Christ. Um, I'll be surprised. Smith, technically, <laughs> yeah, still uh, yeah. How is he still in the roster? I do not know. Well, day two, I do know. Um, but yeah, Mo Claiborne's got to come back. And then obviously we've got, the trade deadline isn't for a couple of months yet, so the Chiefs still can make a move there. If the Arizona Cardinals are still sucking it out in two months' time, then they might be open to him. I mean, they ain't about making the playoffs this year, even if they do better than expected. Um, you know, I still have the ceiling for them at like seven wins, mm-hmm. probably. Um, but yeah, it, it, I say, I think the Chiefs will see how things go mm-hmm. to start off and if they can get away with what they've got and not necessarily add a you know top tier piece then mm-hmm. i think they'll try and do that yeah it's a funny one it's not like they've got to play the um most prolific of offenses in a few years and the first few weeks they've got the jags on sunday then the Raiders, who are a bigger mess than Brexit at the moment. Especially They're, with Brown being suspended <laughs> yeah. by the team now. I, I, I almost wanted to go into the Antonio Brown situation, but I figured as it's such a live situation, it's ongoing at the moment, I thought yeah. if we talk about it, by the time we've sent the show out, something's yeah, something probably already happened. changed. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it's like with Antonio But the Brown. likelihood is that he will be suspended for that game. Yeah. From the sounds of things. From- and from what I've literally just read before we come on air, if he gets suspended, then he stands to lose $30 million. Potential. Up to, yeah, potentially, I think. Yeah. Absolute madness. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Anyways, the reason we're here um, is to go through our predictions for the 2019 Predict season. The 2019 season. I can't believe we're here. I'm like, oh, giddy. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the season is like the best day of the year. Like, Sunday is the actual best day of the year, but this is like the second A close best day second, of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Even though I'm not actually staying up to watch the game tonight, I'll probably catch a replay in the morning. <laughs> um, but anyways... We're going to go through this division by division. We're going to take a brief yeah. explanation, brief explanation, because we've got a lot to get through. Sorry, right. I've got my bet up now, so I'll tell you <laughs> who I've got for every division. Um, the eight division winners, and then we do it conference by conference, include, and then we'll do the two wildcard teams, and at the end of it, we'll have our 12 playoff teams, and from that 12, we'll pick our two Super Bowl teams, and yeah. from that two, we'll pick our Super Bowl champion. Cool. Sounds good? Sounds good. So bear with us. Let us know on Twitter and Facebook at Arrowheads Abroad or um, at KCTC underscore UK on Twitter with your predictions. Let us know if we're talking absolute bollocks, which we normally do, but we're going to go with this. So we're going to start with the NFC North. Oh, you're starting that way. That's We're going to start with the NFC. We're going to go, I know we should go alphabetically and then via a compass after that, but no, we're going to go with the NFC North. (laughs) We're going with the NFC North. We're going to do the NFC first and the Packers and Bears are meeting tonight, but who do you have winning the NFC North? The Chicago Bears. Yeah, same um, here. <laughs> Damn it, that yeah. was really boring. <laughs> um, they'll be better than last year. Um, the defense may not be as good, mm-hmm. but it'll still be very, very good. And I think the offense will take a step forward in year two under Matt Nagy. 
Yeah, I'm really interested to see how Mitchell Trubisky comes out and play. But Alan Robinson is back and healthy. They've added David Montgomery. Trubisky has to be better. Like he's been. Yeah, this is, I'm like, expecting a big year out of Robinson this year. I yeah. genuinely like when he broke out in Jacksonville. He was mm. scary, and I, I like may might not get back to the crazy production he had mm-hmm. there, but I certainly think he will have a much better year this year. And Nagy's smart enough to get him touches yeah. as it is. Um, I like the Packers. I like Rodgers. I like uh, Matt Lafra. I think they can do quite well this yeah, year. Yeah, I think they'll make the playoffs. But it's going to be a highly competitive division. Hey, save that. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> as for the Vikings, um, I just don't trust Kirk Cousins. I like everything else. I just don't like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. They, I, I just, they're just the good, Vikings. but not great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I say I think they'll... Again, we'll talk about it later. We're not even going to talk about the Lions. They're the whipping boys of the team. Um, I don't think they'll be as bad as some people are expecting. Are they um, going to make the playoffs? Probably not, but I also think they'll be competitive in a lot of games this year. I, I think Matt Stafford does that for you, um, to be honest, because I think I think he's good. Galladay is going to be a nightmare for teams this year. He is going to be a legit number one receiver that teams are not going to want to face. Well, we book that for week three for when the Chiefs play the Lions. Um, the NFC East. I'll go first. I've got the Philadelphia Eagles only just winning the division because I really like the Cowboys this year as well. Yeah, I'm going with the the Eagles as well, uh, especially if Wentz is healthy all year. Mm-hmm. That's um, see, that's why I've decided that they might not be as good because you just can't trust Wentz's health. Um, it's been shown now for a couple of years that. He's, freak injuries can happen to him and I yeah. know it's, it's impossible to predict injuries but at one point it has to become a pattern it has to become a trend If this, like Gronk yeah. for example Gronk continuously got injured yeah it's yeah, a different it position to... though and that's as I say I'm willing if he can protect himself a little bit better and mm-hmm. I think take a few less risks which he'll probably be willing to do this year yeah. um, you know I think it's slightly different for QBs than say you know mm-hmm. positional players to an extent but they're loaded. They really are. Uh, they're, they're they're very yeah. Their, their offense has got weapons all over the place, and they added to it in the you know Miles Sanders and um, JJ Osaga Whiteside and um, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson coming back. Um, yeah, and I, I just think they are the team to beat in that division. We will move on. I really want to talk about the Cowboys a little bit more, but we'll I save don't because I. Um, <laughs> No, I, I I'm a Romo fanboy, so you know. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. Um, NFC South. I'll let you go first. Uh, I've got the Saints. I don't see any. Ah, I think okay. the Falcons will push them closer this year, but I still think that the Saints' defense is much better than the Falcons' defense, and that's what gives them the advantage. I think offensively, they're both very similar in terms of you know talent levels and skill players, but I just think that Saints' defense is slightly better, and that will be what pushes them over the edge. See, I've gone the reverse. I've gone for the Atlanta Falcons to win the division. Um, I just think offensively they're going to be right up there. They're going to be the closest team to the Chiefs in terms of offense. Okay, you might question their defensive personnel, but they lost a lot of guys early last year. And that that team was decimated by injury by the end of September. And so I I really like the Falcons. You can write off last year because you think about it, it was only like 18 months ago. Oh no, two and a half years ago, they were in the Super Bowl and they were killing it. Okay, different offensive coordinators and whatnot, but they were absolutely killing it back then. And I fancy Matt Ryan to have a bit of a bounce back. It's not to sleep on the Panthers, though, because I think the Panthers are going to make some serious noise. For me, top to bottom, that is the best division in football. Um, 
Close, yeah, very close, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm a bit excited about Bruce I'd Arians. Still, probably say that NFC North. I think that NFC North looks grim. I'd hate to be playing in that division. And what what division has the uh, Chiefs got this year? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the finally in the NFC, the NFC West. Um, Rams, no, uh, I don't think there's any question on that. Is there really? Um, oh, I, 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 I really just want to say the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks, talent wise, have got enough. Like Russell Wilson will keep you in as many mm. games as he humanly can, but I just like you know their number two receivers are you know a rookie. Yeah. Um, I love Chris Carson. I think people are sleeping on Chris Carson way too much. Um, but you know, I just I don't think they've got enough weapons on offense, and their defense isn't as strong as it has been in previous years. I still think they're a very good team, but and they're very tough to play on the road but I just think that that Rams team you know hasn't really lost anyone um, no. I, I just think they'll you be t- you're saying good. that Indomitian Sue isn't anybody no, I'm joking um, but, you know I just think that they they will still keep you know going on offence Cooper Cup's back um, and apparently looking better than he was before his injury you, you know you obviously take stuff like that with a pinch of salt but him being back in any capacity is good for them Absolutely. Um, and yeah I, I just think they, they'll have a little bit too much for the Seahawks but I do think they'll run them close I really want to say the Seahawks I like it's one of those heart and mind type uh, <laughs> options because I just love Russell Wilson and like everything about being a Chiefs fan says that you should hate the Seahawks yeah. but Russell Wilson for me is just one of the most entertaining quarterbacks I've ever watched yeah. and he's so efficient with everything he does like his deep ball is mind blowing I just I just love watching him play and I do think he is good enough to carry the Seahawks to a playoff but the Rams are so loaded and I do trust Sean McVay and Jared Goff and Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, every, all these weapons that you just mentioned. And of course, the Rams have the, the beneficial position of having the best offensive player in football, if not the best player in football. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with you. I, I, you've just about talked me around. I'm going to say the Rams, but it's going to be real, real close between them and the Seahawks. Um, the Rams aren't going to be in a position where they were last year fighting for the number one and two seed. They are going to be in a dogfight just to win their division. So the two wildcard teams, I think you said earlier that you're going to pick the Packers. I am going to pick the Packers, yeah. yeah. I'm, um, I'm then also going to pick the Falcons as well. Okay. Um, I think I like the Seahawks, but as I say, I just I don't think their defense is quite as good as it has been in previous years. Even with the and addition of Clowney? Even with, the addition of, even with the addition of that, I just don't think it's as good. It doesn't scare teams like it used to. Um, and as I say, with them, I say I don't look at their offensive depth chart and think there's a lot there. Um, so yeah, I say I think they'll obviously still be very competitive, and it'll push it close. And I can see potentially a team missing out on the playoffs, mm. ten and six, potentially yeah. in that in the NFC. It's that competitive. You've you've led me down the perfect path for what I was about to say. Um, I'm going to say it's any two from the Cowboys, the Saints, and the Seahawks for me because I've obviously got the Falcons and the Eagles and the Rams yeah. winning those division. And then obviously that means I have to count out an NFC North team. 
as well. I think the NFC North is in the unfortunate position of playing the NFC West, so there might be a couple yeah. of cross conferences losses there, and of course they're going to beat up on each other as well. So, like people, I think people underestimate how important it is for the Patriots that they have such a weak division every year because it's just gimmies yeah. when it comes when it comes to getting a buy. Six or, gimmies, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, and when you've got a strong division it's, it's harder to get a wild card spot because you've got to play so many more tougher games so that's why I'm going to put the Cowboys in first of all because I think they've got four gimmies already in the Redskins and the Giants so the Cowboys are going to be one of my wild card teams and I'm going to go out on a limb I'm going to say the Seahawks grab the sixth and the Saints will be the team that loses out um, there's no way the Saints I, are, that's an I, nuts I, I know. You were telling me the other day you had the Saints in the Super Bowl. So no, that's not me. That's that, that's that's Brad with Saints in the Super Bowl. I'm, I I'd let you know my Super Bowl picture. Uh, I, yeah, that's nuts. I just <laughs> there's no way the Saints are missing them. They no no way. They were a, a horrible pass interference call away from the Super Bowl last year. There is no way they missed the playoffs. But I will the... bet you anything on that right now. <laughs> Let's have a bet sandwich. right now. Let's have a sandwich on it. Let's have a sandwich bet. But I. I don't know. I, I think Miss Old Father Time might be catching up with Drew Brees, and I know he's got a great offense around him. Alvin Kamara, Jared, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, you are. That's an insane, insane prediction. That re- should have been in your bold predictions because it's that insane. That's just, almost as bad as Brad's. The Cleveland yeah. Browns will start five and one and miss the playoffs. We'll we, we, we soon see. Well, we won't soon see. We'll see in December. But no, I, I really like the Cowboys. I mean, if they Seahawks. start off like 5-0, and then we'll soon see. Cause, yeah. you know, no team that starts like 5-0 and ever misses the playoffs. So. I'm, I'm sticking to my prediction. I'm sticking to that. Bold right. that, mate. Bold. Hashtag bold predictions. It's the season where you can make as many predictions as you want. And then by the time the season ends, everyone forgets about it. So oh, really I know. I won't make you forget about that. Unless you're right, if you're right, you always somehow remember yeah, your predictions. Yeah, weird, that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brad. Case in point. Um, AFC. Let's move across. Um, we start with probably the most interesting division in football, the AFC North. Yes. Um, I know who you're going to pick, so I'm going to go first. Oh, do you? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, who, we, do, who, we do. You're going to go for the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going to go no, for the Pittsburgh incorrect. Steelers. That's incorrect. Okay, talk to me. I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. <laughs> no one's on that Browns hype train on this podcast. Well, not for winning the division anyway. No, I still think they're middle playoffs. But okay. I'm picking the Ravens in this division. Um, yeah, they lost CJ Mosley on defense um, and uh, Eric Weddle, if I'm right in thinking. Mm-hmm. But that defense is still very, very good. They gained L. Thomas as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd pretty much... I say providing a Thomas is healthy, take him over Eric Weddle. Um, so yeah, their defense is still going to be very good. Maybe not as elite as it was last year, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be far off. And I think Jackson will take a step forward this year. Um, you know, he's still a nightmare to defend, even if he, you know, isn't a, as accomplished a passer as you would hope at this point, because he is so quick and he is mm-hmm. so athletic. He is a nightmare to defend. They've got a good stable of running backs. You know, added Mark Ingram into the backfield. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think people are sleeping on them a little bit because of the Browns hype. And I just wouldn't be shocked if the Ravens do what the Ravens do and grind their way to a divisional title. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, 
where I stand on this. I'm buying into the narrative of distractions gone and it's going to make for a better team. So yeah, I'm I'm going for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a, a little bit of a bounce back year, even though they had a genuinely good season last year, but I think they're going to be yeah, only just, take, take yeah. a step up and I think they're going to win the division. Um, the AFC East, moving on, the AFC South. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we need to talk about the AFC East. Um, the AFC South. Um, a really interesting division after last week. Now, yeah, if you'd have told, yeah, if you'd have told, asked me two weeks ago, that this would have been an easy answer. Yeah. Now, um, not so much. The last two weeks, um, we've seen a bit of a turnaround in that division. Obviously, yeah. with Andrew Luck retiring, and then the Houston Texans going all in on a year that doesn't warrant going all in on. Uh, yeah. So I'm going for the Texans. Um, but I, that's purely because I personally think they are the best of a bad bunch. That's it. I am not going with the Houston Texans. I am going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm, um, yeah, I think um, Foles is a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. And with that defense, you don't need him to do too much. Yeah. Like, that defense is going to bounce back. Um, and, you know, they started off the year last year very good. Yeah, it was only after the Chiefs game where everything sort of seemed to fall apart for them. Mm-hmm. They added Josh Allen on that defense, who is scary good, scary you, scary I, good. I'm going to pause you there, Dave. Yeah, because we've got a Jags preview coming up, and it sounds a little bit like you're previewing the Jags. <laughs> so I'm just saying, in terms of like a general yeah thing, um, and I think people have sort of slept on them a little bit because they didn't play well last year, um, and you know, sort of everyone's looked at the additions that Texans made and then pre- obviously previously everyone was looking at the Colts and they've kind of just gone, flown under the radar a little bit. And people haven't talked about them a lot and I think they could, will surprise a few people this year. I like, well, I'm going for the Texans. Um, I like Deshaun Watson. I like their weapons. I think Duke Johnson's going to be... don't like that offensive line though, even with... They've added Tunsil, um, which is obviously going to shore up one side. Um, but... They've won games with that offensive line, and I think they've got more pass catchers now. So I, I still don't like that backfield. And the, the defense is, yeah, for Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, it's, it's the Browns' backfield of last year minus Nick Chubb. Um, so I, I do fancy the Texans. It's not a great division. Um, I do think they are the best of a bad bunch, and I, I feel like they know that they're all in on this year because they've basically mortgaged their future over the last few days it's just been mental what's going on and if they don't make the playoffs Bill O'Brien is gone gone he Hunch. is a goner <laughs> yeah so um, he's probably the most Hell, un- even I think even with a first another first round playoff like exit See, yeah, disappoint I, I, another, you know if they fall flat at home in the first say they did win the division and fell flat in, at home in the first round of the playoffs again I don't know would that I, be enough I feel like because Bill that's got- what be like three three out of the last Five, four, five years where they've had a home playoff game and just been I flattened. Know. I don't know. I feel like the, the Bill O'Brien is kind of like the the Texans version of Marv Lewis and could get yeah. could get away with it. Um, if, as long as he makes the playoffs, he's he's gonna get get on fine. Um, moving on to our division, the AFC West. We've both got the Chiefs, haven't we? Yes. Let's not talk about that anymore. Chiefs. Thanks. Goodbye. Yeah, lovely. And the two playoff teams, the wild card teams in the AFC. The wild card teams, the San Diego Chargers, obviously, still, even without Melvin Gordon, are a hugely talented team. Their defense is very good. Obviously, mm-hmm. losing Derwin James is going to be tough, and it's probably 
you know, it's the reason why I think obviously the Chiefs will win the division again uh, and, the, the, you know, they'll have to settle for a wild card. And then, mm-hmm. bold. You, If you're going to say the team I'm about to say, we're going to fall out. Bold prediction for the second wild card spot. You're the Tennessee say, Titans. Oh, wow. That is bold. That's a lot bolder than what I was going to say. <laughs> Wowzers. The Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans. Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill's... Nah. I'm calling it right You now. said that my... Nah, that's even... That's, that's not as... More that's that's the Saints not, no, it's not. Not even okay. close. The Saints missing the playoffs is not a... But the, the Titans were a game away from making the playoffs last year. <sighs> yeah, valid point. But Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill... Oh, I, I think they're going to lean on that running game more. The defense is going to be good, if not very good this year. Um, yeah. it, like I, you know, I think hopefully Corey Davis is going to take a step forward this year again. So do I. As well. I, draft, I drafted him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you know they sort of found their identity a little bit towards the back end of last year. Um, okay. And yeah, I think they could surprise a few teams, which does mean that the Browns missing the playoffs. <laughs> well, guess what, Dave? So do I. <laughs> um, I like Baker Mayfield. I like Odell Beckham. I like Jarvis Landry. I love their defense. There is no logical reason for me to be not on the Browns hype train because I like everything they've done except sign Demetrius Harris. The um, Browns are last year's <laughs> Steelers. I can just see them imploding. Yeah. I don't know what it is because I like the coach, but it's a. I think that's it, you know. I like the coach, but he's a rookie head coach, and I think that might be the downfall. And maybe Baker Mayfield might have a couple of games where he doesn't play particularly well, and it's see how he reacts to that. But everything we've seen so far looks like Baker Mayfield will react well. Uh, I don't know. I have no logical explanation why I'm not putting the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, but I'm not doing it. I don't know why. Maybe it's because. Everyone's talking about Baker Mayfield and like attaching him so close to Patrick Mahomes, and maybe I'm getting all defensive and territorial with Patrick Mahomes yeah. and like keep him away from him type things. Yeah. I think that might be it, um, which means it's not logical in any way, shape, or form. But I'm going for the LA Chargers as the first wildcard team, and I'm sticking to my bold prediction from a few shows ago where I'm going to put the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs. I hate that pick so much. <laughs> um, I, so much and you I were mean, giving me grief over the Titans um, I like the defence I just I, I'm i a Josh Allen fan what can I say I really like Josh Crazy. Allen and um, I want Josh Allen to do well um, I can name you like four players on that offence and one of them is an ex-chief and Mitch Morse um, Frank Gore's there he's immortal why not I, I'm rooting for the Buffalo Bills to make the playoffs so I'm, I'm that's telling why I'm putting you. them in the NFC North is going to be stupidly close, I reckon, this year. And it's going to come down to a game between the Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens. Like you said earlier, you mentioned um, a team winning a division with a 10-6 and six record. I think if there's a candidate for a team winning the division with a 9-7 and seven record, that could be it. Same with the, um, the AFC uh, or South. Or missing the playoffs with a 10-6 and six record. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Um, I, I I think there's going to be a few real tight divisions this year in football. There's going to be your normal divisions, which a team's going to get to 13 or 12 wins. The AFC West, yeah, um, or you know the, the AFC East. But um, uh, the Bills will probably have to win 10 games to get there. And why not? I want them to make it. So they're, they're my rooting interest. Them and the Seahawks. I want them yeah. to take some wild card wild card spots and make me look really clever. Because I actually lose nothing if they don't make. 
the playoffs. Yeah. But if they make it, I look like a genius. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, as you said a few weeks ago to, to Brad, if you throw enough shit, something will stick. <laughs> We're going to get a load of grief about the Browns, aren't we, Sue? I yeah. can imagine. Yeah, I might, when I might, they start like 5-0 and and everyone will be like, well, you guys look like idiots now. Well, I'm like, we always do. Cons- Don't worry, guys. Considering the Browns are playing the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. Um, you could Titans make- are going to win that game. I hope calling so. it now okay I hope so um, so we've got our it's plan. not just because I've put them in my accumulator <laughs> how much do you stand to win Dave the money I can't remember how much <laughs> a lot um, so we've got our division winners we've got our wildcard teams we're set we've got our 12 teams I'll listen back I'll write them all down we'll have them predictions those predictions set in stone but who's going to be the two Super Bowl teams the Chiefs yes I agree and the Chicago Bears wow Padawan versus, versus Master. Master. Wow. Yeah. Is that what you're going for? That's what I'm going for. Wow. I, as I say, I think the Bears' offense is going to stay, take a step forward this year. I think their defense is going to be, you know, crazy good again. Um, And I think the Chiefs will take... There's no Gronk <laughs> for the Patriots. And yes. that's the... <laughs> You know he's not coming back. He's a broken shell. Did you hear that story about how he couldn't apparently like sleep after the Super Bowl because he's that broken? I, I, when like, I when I read that story or, or watched it, I was so close to sending you the twenty pound there and then. But no, I've decided not. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to stick stick to my guns. Uh. Um, that guy is not coming back. And I say, I just I think the Chiefs will get over that Patriots hump this year. Mm-hmm. I just. I, be- I feel it in my bones. Feel it in my bones. We'll come to that in a second. I might be a homer, but I also feel it in my bones. <laughs> I-, I feel like we're going to get to the Super Bowl and we're not going to have to get over the Patriots. Hump, How insane so. would a game would that be, though? Like, offense versus defense, Padawan versus Master. That is, like... that. That's got all the storylines, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you say that. I've gone for the Andy Reid Bowl. And the Chiefs... Chiefs Eagles. Chiefs Eagles. Right, okay. That's that's the one I've gone for. Um, obviously, mine's, like I said earlier, dependent on Carson Wentz and health. <laughs> I think yeah. if he stays healthy, for me, they're a lock. They get the number one seed, pants division, and they will walk their way to the, the Super Bowl like they did a couple of years ago. But again, mm. that depends on Carson Wentz's health. Um, he stays healthy, they get there. As for us, we're going to talk records in a second in regards to the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs are going to cakewalk their way to to the Super Bowl this year and I think both teams are probably the first and second best team top to bottom in the NFL and I think they will be proven that way and Andy Reid will have to go against his former team to win the Super Bowl that'd be nuts yeah mad mad stories like it would it'd be a little bit better as a story it had the Eagles not won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago because it would have been yeah. their first Super Bowl versus Andy Reid's but I still like the matchup. I like your matchup too. I, I generally do. I think, I think, whoever they, the Chiefs end up playing, they, you'll find a story in it. But I mean, just because the, the NFC is so stacked. Yeah, like the NFC is the you know so far ahead of the AFC at mm-hmm. the minute uh, in terms well, of yeah, talent. We're, we're putting the Bills and the Titans in the playoffs. That says everything we need to know about the AFC. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know. Um, just look at you just look at some of the divisional races where you look at teams and you think there'd be a lock to make the playoffs in the AFC and they'd probably miss the playoffs in the NFC mm. so whoever makes it out of the NFC is going to be a, a tough tough matchup um, 
and I say, I think the thing that could potentially play into the Chiefs' advantage is, you know, obviously it's going to depend how things are looking going into December because there are a few tough games in that December stretch where we play the Patriots. I think the Chargers and the Bears mm-hmm. in four weeks. Um, but I say it's like if you're if you if the Chiefs get the number one seed. Um, I feel pretty confident about them making the playoffs because I say I just I don't see a team in the AFC that's as good. Mm-hmm. So record prediction for the Kansas City Chiefs. Brad's gone fourteen and two, um, and he's also gone for a Chiefs Saints Super Bowl. So yeah. we're, we're not a homer show whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> um, he's gone for his old boy Drew Brees me, making the yeah. Super Bowl. They're not even making the playoffs. But anyway, moving on. Um, I mean, they definitely are. You're an idiot. <laughs> record prediction this year for the Chiefs. I'm gonna go twelve and four, just because it's such a tough slate. Okay. It's a rough schedule. Um, but I still think that gets you a top two seed in the AFC just because there's a lot of competition in a lot of divisions. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the Patriots probably only win 11 games this year. Um, they'll lose a couple of games people don't expect them to like they did last year. Um, and yeah, as I say, I think 12-4 and four probably... Minimum gets them the two seed, probably gets them the one seed, I would have thought, because I don't see a standout team winning 13, 14 games in, in the AFC. Um, and, and yeah, uh, I can see us potentially, you know, losing a, a divisional game. I mean, mm. it's very rare that you win, you know, six six divisional games a year. Yeah, There's, there's bound to be one there that we will potentially drop. Um, I think the Bears game is going to be a really tough game, and especially depending on how the season's looking, because it's what is that the second to last game, I think. Yeah. Um, so if the Chiefs are looking like a lock at that point, you don't think they're going to risk or show too much against, you know, a potential Super Bowl opponent if the Bears are up there as well. Similar to like um, how the Chiefs played the Seahawks last year, because the Seahawks game last year was really weird because it, it went into Sunday night football and we already knew going into that that we had a free yeah. hit. If we'd won the game, we were the number one seed. But, playing, but even if we yeah. didn't, we knew we were playing the Raiders the Raiders week after. The, at home. So, yeah, so you, you see, see a similar sort of situation happening with the Bears. I've actually got the Chiefs going 13-3, and three, which is really weird because you've gone 12-4, and four, I've gone 13-3, and three, and now Brad's gone 14-2. and two. So we're all really, really high on the Chiefs. Um, I do think they lock up the number one seed. I think they probably might even have it locked up by the time we get to Chicago. And um, so that would be a lovely position for the Chiefs to be in if they yeah. can go into that game at 12-2. and. Twelve and two or thirteen and one or whatever it is going into it. Um, no, said second to last, didn't you? But yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. If they can be in that position going into that game, then they'll be laughing. And I do think they will be thirteen and three. I expect them to streak early this year. The Chiefs, like they do every year. Like yeah, I since, think so. Uh, like outside of the two thousand and fourteen, the Chiefs have won all opening day games under Andy Reid. And in more other than outside of two thousand and fifteen, that's kind of led to a streak as well. So um, I do think the Chiefs will probably win four on the bounce, guaranteed to start the season. And then hopefully that can stretch yeah, that, further that into Colts, Colts game. Colts looking game. less scary now. Exactly. Obviously. Then you've got, um, Aaron Rodgers coming to town you've got to go to the Broncos you've got the Vikings coming to town the Vikings is probably the hardest game of the first I, half at, of the season at home I much prefer us I think if that had been on the road I'd, been, I'd have been 
more worried. Yeah. But having that game at home, I'm, I feel more confident. So it wouldn't surprise me if I'm being honest. I genuinely mean this. If the Chiefs got to their bye undefeated. I, 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 wow, I, that's I, a bold. I can, Week twelve undefeated. That's a bold statement. I can see it happening, and then the, 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 after the bye, providing that TMZ don't do anything stupid or you know one of the Chiefs players, <laughs> then afterwards they can just kind of roll into the playoffs and just make sure they get their week off. Give Patrick Mahomes an extra week off by sitting a, a few starters in week seventeen. Yeah, and the, I, I, it sounds stupidly overconfident, but I just think the season's going to be a cakewalk for the Chiefs. I think they're that good. It's, it's really mad. I say it, I think teams are going to struggle to keep up with them because mm-hmm. the offense is going to be better than last year. And they're going to which be is smarter. a scary thought. And they're going to be a smarter. scary, scary thought to think that the offense could be better than last year, and considering I, it was record-setting last year. And I also can see the Chiefs if they if the defense is not playing as well as we're hoping or playing to the level like last year which was catastrophic I think you might see smarter play from the offense where they might slow down drives they might I, get the run I, game in I just think I think the defense is not going to become a great defense overnight no but they just need to be middle of the road don't like don't be the 31st ranked defense be the 20th ranked mm-hmm. defense if the Chiefs are the 20th ranked defense last year they they probably win the Super Bowl um and that's kind of what you're asking this year. Be the 20th ranked defense. Be a little bit more opportunistic. I think that was something I kind of that sort of stuck with me from games last year. There was times to make plays, mm-hmm. and there were drop picks yeah. and miss sacks, and it was just little things where, in the overall picture, it doesn't look that big, but when you break it down into the games and the situations, mm-hmm. it just just little plays like that. I think the defense, yeah, they're not going to be as easy to read this year. Mm-hmm. Spagnolo is going to keep it, uh, keep it interesting. Uh, bring some pressure from different places, move guys about, and uh, yeah, I think they'll be more opportunistic. I would say, even if they're not, you know, going to be wildly better in, mm-hmm. you know, looking at it from a yardage perspective or a points perspective, but I still think they'll be improved. I tend to agree. I do tend to agree. I'm, I'm, I'm not completely disheartened about the cornerback situation yet, even though it is terrible. Um, but I do think that they've made enough steps in other areas of the field, mainly safety and defensive line, that they can uh, cover up. Yeah, I think the run there. defense will be much improved this year, which well, will play a big part. Well, they've got the toughest of tests um, in terms of running between the tackles on Sunday when the Chiefs visit Jacksonville to play Leonard Fournette and co. Um, We're not going to go too long on this um, preview because we overran massively on our predictions and shock horror. (laughs) Um, As we always do. As we're running on a podcast, never. Uh, Most of our podcasts are scheduled to be 20 minutes. They're normally 45. We've only done Uh, one this week, though, so that's why. (laughs) That's that's fair. Um, Going into the game, it was obviously going to be very humid. They've had their... um, all sorts of weather down in Florida this week. Um, thankfully, it looks like Hurricane Dorian isn't going to be too bad Problem. over there. And the game is going to go ahead. And um, it's scheduled to be 37 degrees, 38 degrees. Um, obviously, we don't get that type of heat over here in the UK. And we certainly don't get that type of humidity. Is it going to be a problem? Because the Chiefs have just come off training camp. And I think, yeah, you might potentially see a few guys cramp up, that kind of stuff. But I say the Chiefs have... Like on offense, they've got so much speed. Speed, like, <laughs> speed. Speed. Um, oh no! Stop you there. I've got to stop you there. Did you watch the episode of the franchise last night? No, no, I've not watched any of it. So, oh, yeah. well, you're aware of the um, 
premise of it is basically a cheese version of a hard knocks rolling over the uh, the uh, preseason. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, they shown a clip before the the Pittsburgh Steelers game last night, and um, it had Tyreek Hill mic'd up, and uh, he said, "Oh, what do they call us again? The Legion of what? Legion of Zoom." Uh, Aren't you glad Brad's here? Not here tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think the the Chiefs are going to try and spread the Jags out, um, tire them out in that kind of heat. They've got guys. They've got depth on that offense. They've got numbers. They've got a lot of speed. Stretch them out, um, and yeah, I think probably just get out to an early lead so that mm-hmm. you know you're forcing the Jags to th- throw the ball to keep up and yeah. that's where hopefully the Chiefs defense can get opportunistic because if you look at the Jags weapons they're not the greatest like they've got Chris Conley from us um, they've got Lennox yeah. who's good and obviously they've got Dee Westbrook who's probably their biggest Dee Westbrook is yeah is definitely yeah um, but overall in terms of offensive talent it's night and day between the Chiefs and the Jaguars and if the Chiefs yeah. can turn this into a shootout there's only going to be one winner and that yeah. will that will be the Chiefs I'm not saying it's going to be a shootout but if they can just get up yeah. early I think is the thing like you know put it into a situation where the Jags can't control the clock mm-hmm. and you have to you know you're forcing them to to sort of pass the ball more than yeah. they would like and they will have success with passing the ball. I have no doubt about that. For sure. But it's whether they can keep it up over 60 minutes, which you just can't. If you want to try and go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs' offense, you're going to lose. The Patriots showed the way. The Baltimore Ravens kind of showed the way of how you would try about or go about trying to beat beat the, um, the Chiefs. I think yeah. only one team last year really went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs in terms of offense, and that was the Seattle Seahawks. Um, but Russell Wilson pretty much had to have the game of his life. To, yeah, to, and I also to, think the Chiefs minds were probably slightly elsewhere after absolutely. results earlier that day so absolutely absolutely I, I, there's a couple of matchups i'm looking forward to obviously the the big matchup is Tyreek hill versus Jalen ramsey um the jags have already come out for some strange reason and told andy reed what they're doing defensively whether they actually stick to that plan we'll have to wait and see but Jack, yeah, but the Jags don't know what andy reed's <laughs> gonna be doing offensively because nobody does very <laughs> true like Jalen ramsey I think had a really good game against Tyreek Hill last year. I remember Tyreek Hill beating him once, but outside yeah. of that, he he locked him up pretty much. Um, can he do it for a whole 60 minutes this time? Or, 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 Doesn't matter. Or Tyreek, Doesn't matter or anymore. The... That's the problem. It's like, if you lock up Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they got AJ Boye as well, who's very good. Um, but it's like, if you lock that up, you've got, Sammy Watkins, yeah. you've got Mecole Hardman, you've got Travis Kelsey, you've got Damian Williams out the backfield, you've got Shady McCoy, you've yeah. got Darwin Thompson. It it's like who pick your poison because yeah. if you focus too much on one guy, there is another person there. And if that's the thing, it's like going into the season, people were pretty optimistic, even if Hill was going to be suspended early on. Mm-hmm. Now he's not. You literally cannot, and especially I was. You know, pleased with Hardman's play in preseason because it showed that he could contribute. Mm-hmm. I think earlier than some people thought potentially he might do, um, and he's you know he's not going to be a, a standout receiver straight away. But it just with how Reed will get him involved in the offense, whether it be like jet sweeps and that kind of thing, just to get the ball in his hands and see him, you know, you know, run after the catch almost. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I say it's like if you put 
Ramsey on Hill, fine. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's three, four, five other guys on the offense that you still have to take into account. And I just don't know if any team, never mind the Jags, have got enough guys to consistently keep up. Well, it's what the AFC Championship game showed us, wasn't it? Like The Patriots... Um put a lot of emphasis on locking up Hill in that first half and it yeah. took a Chiefs a little while to get rounds and sort of how, how they were going to counter this and eventually they did they just got everyone else involved yeah. Um, so yeah what do you need and defensively like the, for me the Jags are one of the best defences in the league like you look at the defensive line who they've got there Clay Campbell um, and Gokwe and then Josh Allen and then they've got lockdown lock corners like if they can't Miles Jack in at linebacker if they can't slow down the Chiefs offence who's going to be able to? I say I don't think it's damage limitation I think when you play the Chiefs offence this year mm-hmm. it's just a case of don't let them do too much and just give your offence a chance Um where, but the problem is for the Jags, I don't think their offense is quite good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say, and you know, that doesn't matter probably against 90% of teams that they'll play this year because their defense will be good enough, mm-hmm. um, even without the offense. Um, but against the Chiefs, I think you need a little bit more offensively. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, for example, like the Rams last year, they had the defensive pieces but they also had the offense to keep up yeah. and score with the Chiefs and I don't quite see it. I, you know, I think the Jags offense will be better this year, but I you know, it's not in the same class and I don't think they'll be able to keep up. Do you know who I think the two keys to this game on on uh, Sunday are? Go. Mitch Schwartz and Eric Fisher. I think uh, they, I genuinely think the game could come down to what success they have because if if the the Jaguars find a way to get pressure and close that pocket up and bring the guys up the middle into Mahomes' face, then he could be in a little bit of trouble. And I, the, what I don't want to see week one is Mahomes getting hit. Um, week no, one. I, ne- I never want to see Mahomes get hit, but especially in week one this early you on. You know, they're going to let look to get the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. And with the speed they've got, they should be able to do that. Um, so a lot of my, under, underneath stuff today. Uh, potentially, yeah. Um, I just think, I say, and Every year, the last few years, Andy Reid has come out with some new wrinkle, mm-hmm. some new look, some new formation, something different that teams haven't seen before. And I fully expect the same thing against the Jags on uh, on Sunday. Um, I think the key matchup, though, is probably going to be that Jags offensive line against the Chiefs defensive line. Um, if if the Jags can get Leonard Fournette going early, then you know the Chiefs defense could be in for a long day. Um, but a lot of the talk, you know, out of camp and from when the, the first team played together is that the, the run defense looks improved mm-hmm. because it was god awful last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if they can slow Fournette down and I say not allow the, the Jags to control the line of scrimmage, I think that'll go a long way to you know, sort of helping the Chiefs defence um, sort of you know force the Jags out of what they want to do so give us a score prediction I'm going to go Chiefs 31 okay Jags 20 very close to mine I've already submitted my my prediction this week 
By the way, I've, I'm now on like the Arrowhead Pride predictions thing, so now people have oh, to. Oh, I'm Arrowhead Pride now. <laughs> people, oh, people, people I couldn't couldn't do a podcast without dropping that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, people get to read my predictions now. So why? But I'm, thankfully, I, this comes out before that does. So I get yeah. to set in stone on here first what I've got to say, but I can't go against them. So no. I've, I've already submitted, and um, I've gone Chiefs thirty, Jaguars twenty two. Um, twenty two is a really weird scoreline, but you know the Jags might need to chase the game, go for a two point event here or there, or they might miss an extra point. It's just something random, or they might get a safety. You never know. So they, you, I hope not. Uh, I hope not too. So yeah, I've gone for twenty two. Just gone a bit different, but I do think this season the Chiefs are going to be like they were last year, where they just score consistently over 26 points I, I think it's going to be another year like that So, but the Jags I'm giving them a little bit of credit and I think they hold the Chiefs to 30 which given the how the, the culture of the Chiefs offense and how they're playing 30 is quite respectable I think so yeah yeah no for sure so yeah they go one they go one um, in terms of the other AFC the West teams um, the Chargers played the Colts in LA on Monday night um, we both fancy the Chargers I'm guessing I fully expect them to win that game, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a shame after. Andrew Luck's not there because that would have been a yeah, really interesting. That would have been a really, or, really good game. Or it yeah. would have been interesting had Andrew Luck not played and this game was in Indianapolis. It might have been slightly yeah. more interesting. But given that it's in LA, um, I think LA will walk that game. And then obviously the other AFC West rivals will play each other um, in Oakland on Monday night. Um, yeah, Broncos. Are hard to look past the Broncos. I the think so. Yeah. Um, this Antonio Brown. Um, story is going to be a problem and if you look at the, the Raiders offense outside of Josh Jacobs they they just haven't got anything if Antonio Brown's not Yeah, the field I don't even just, think their defense is yeah, that good either. Yeah. Uh, it just like the Raiders are a couple of years away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they you know they've stockpiled some picks and they're probably going to be a couple of years away before yeah. they're setting themselves up for the LA uh, the Las Vegas move that's mm-hmm. what it is really I mm-hmm. think setting themselves up for a trip over um quick reminder to everyone we are hosting a meet on sunday um for you guys that are in and around the london area we are going to the hippodrome casino in leicester square to watch the chiefs versus the jaguars we have a screen dedicated to that game i know the jaguars uk fan club are also going to be there um seating will be limited um because it's just one specific bar for for all of the games so um try and get there nice and early kickoffs at six so if you can get there for like four thirty five o'clock just guarantee yourself self a seat because you don't want to turn up and not be able to get in um i'll be there john will be there sam will be there a few guys from the arrowheads of broad crew will all be there for about 4 30 uh, onwards so yeah just come down have a drink watch the game and then um sit back and relax and then watch the rest of the nine o'clock games and, and just just enjoy the fact that football is back because it's been a long time coming and we all deserve this in our lives so should we leave it at that i think so yeah yeah well, there you get back to your busy lifestyle. Uh, enjoy the game if you stay up tonight. Just a quick one, Packers or Bears? Bears. Bears, same here. Um, at home. At home, exactly that. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you to all this, for you. Thank you to you all for listening to this week's podcast. I almost got there. <laughs> I almost got there. 53 minutes without making too many mistakes or any major mistake, and then I'd mess up the outro. Christ's sake. Classic top. Anyways, from one king to another... <laughs> We'll speak to you again soon.